0: You're listening to The Other End of the Reading Rope, the podcast for busy teachers who want practical strategies for language comprehension and writing that will engage your students and save your sanity. I'm your host, Leslie Lawston, a former reading specialist and coach. Let's get on to the show. We're busy people. Hey, y'all, it's Leslie from the other end of the reading rope. And I want to apologize for being a week late with this podcast, but I went to Taylor Swift last weekend and I danced myself silly and I came home exhausted on Sunday and I had no energy to do anything else. So for those of you who have gone to the concert or are thinking of going to the concert, you get me, you know how exhausting it is but I am here today to wrap up our series on executive functioning and our children. So today we're going to be looking at social understanding and social understanding, I never really thought of before as an executive skill, executive functioning skill. Um, However, I can tell you that, You know i have a son who's on the autism spectrum and he was definitely weak in social understanding just as many of our kids who are on the spectrum are weak in this area so when you think about social understanding that is like understanding what characters or people are internally thinking what are their thoughts what are their feelings their intentions their beliefs and their desires Um, uh, you know you typically think of this with social stories with our autism population but those of us who are still in the school system have also seen a dramatic rise and lack of social understanding since the pandemic because our kiddos were not in school um, really for a year and a half um, or and even if they were, they couldn't read facial expressions, they couldn't really um, get close enough to really talk to people and figure out what they were thinking. So social understanding is, um, is definitely something that is affecting our kiddos, not only in their interactions with other people and their peer interactions, but also in the area of comprehension um if you think about it a lot of our understanding about a story and a fiction story or a biography is really looking at that character and, <clears throat> and all the things that a character goes through um, and this is difficult if you don't understand other people's perspectives you may have a really hard time getting the nuances of the story you may often hear about how oh your kids did really really well but they were weak in inferencing that could be because they couldn't inference uh, what was going on internally in these characters lives but here's a good thing we can teach social understanding when I think about my own son and when he was younger and how he was explicitly drawn to Thomas the Tank Engine. um, And then I read some research that showed, yes, children with autism love Thomas the Tank Engine because you can really see their facial expressions clearly. Um, And so it helped children to really understand what those characters were thinking um, and doing and if you think about another early childhood series that has a lot about feelings and understandings um, think about mo willems and piggy and elephant because and pigeon because piggy often doesn't have the ability to think about other people um he is so impulsive that he may um You know he may only think about how it affects himself whereas elephant's a little bit better about showing piggy around um and thinking through how other people are thinking and so um a great example of this is in the story can i play too by mo williams and in it there's a little snake that comes up and he says to piggy and and elephant he says you don't want to play with me and elephant goes no we do want to play with you but And piggy says, we're playing catch and elephant goes with our arms and the snake goes, so, and piggy says, you don't have arms. And the snake says, I don't have arms. Kids get a kick out of this, but you can really see how they're thinking through the problem um together and you can see a little bit of embarrassment on elephant's face he turns red he looks like he's sweating a little bit um, whereas piggy is just matter-of-factly stating the obvious as piggy always does Um, great example of feelings intentions beliefs desires uh, found in those great mo willems books so what can we do to help our kids well We can teach social understanding. Um, And if you have autistic kids in your classroom, you probably are familiar with social social stories, which is a way of helping your kiddos understand why someone is acting the way they are, or if there's a problem at recess, how to process what's going on. But you don't have to go to that extreme. Um, You can teach social understanding by requiring our kids to understand why characters do what they do. So before the pandemic, about five years ago, my third grade team decided to spend some time on um, character traits and character feelings because we had noticed that on their standard assessment that our kiddos in third grade were really weak in this. So we started off by asking kids about emotions and what are emotions and as you, can you know? As you would expect, most third graders at the beginning of third grade would say happy, sad, um, mad. That was it—three, three feelings that we have. Um, however, <laughs> there are a whole lot more nuances to those three feelings that are um, that need to be understood to un- in order to understand other people, but also in order to understand characters. So we spent most of the year spending a lot of time on character traits character feelings and character emotions. Um, We did things like um, acting out, using tableaus to show how our character was feeling. we also did things like painting pictures to show where how a character felt at the beginning or maybe how they felt at the end. We used a lot of the arts to help our kids work through it. We looked at paintings that showed different emotions on the character's faces. We read different texts that would show characters feeling different ways um and with all of that practice our kids really did do better on their sol test at the end of the year because they were able to understand a little bit more about why characters do what they do so if you think about social inference making um, that is really important for narrative text but also like sometimes with history and social studies, knowing things from another point of view, thinking about perspective and empathy. Um, And this is a really um, crucial skill these days in our country and um, definitely within our school system. Um, How can you infer the perspective of someone who may think differently than you, who may have a different home situation than you have or even have some different um, experiences in their lives. Just because you're different doesn't mean that you are wrong. Um, And so again, we can teach these social understandings um, through using good children's literature and good text and then setting them up for understanding what the author is trying to say. And by the way, fun fact. Um, it is reciprocal because adults who read more fiction actually have better social understanding themselves. Um, and I know uh, my mother and I will often discuss stories that we are reading at home. Um, and even though our political views are very opposite, um, the two of us can still become empathetic to what a character is experiencing in their lives. Um, and so that's really good for that social understanding as well so um i want us to think about one last part with this called counterfactual thinking Um, and that is the ability to consider an alternative to an event that's already taken place so if you think about like what would have happened if this character had chosen to do this instead how can you think of ways to improve that situation i watched a movie years ago and i've been looking for it recently because i think it's so it was so powerful and left an impression on me it was called sliding doors and gwyneth paltrow was in it and it was all about what happened if she went into the into one door of the subway or if she had chosen a different door um in that subway and how it showed two different pathways her life would take um, all based on the situations that started at that moment and I, i think about that often like what what alternatives could happen if we had chosen this pathway along along the lines so what can you do in your classroom well one of the things that you can definitely do is map a story do your your story uh, mapping um, and think about multiple perspectives so you can map a story from let's say piggy's perspective and then map a story from gerald's perspective um, looking at an event and thinking how it would affect different people um, based on you know where you are at that moment or where that character is in that moment so you think about the beginning event you think about what the response was to that event and then what would you try what does that character do to try and fix that problem? And then what's the outcome? And also thinking about reactions. So how, do, how does Gerald react to what happens and how does Piggy react to what happens? Multiple perspectives are always good. Um, another thing that's similar to this is called circle of viewpoints. And circle of viewpoints is a project zero strategy. And that is similar, where you can look at a book, a text, a movie, an image, a painting, and you can think through what is happening in that, page, in that image or story based on the character. I'm thinking of this character from the viewpoint of um, Harriet. I think she is thinking this because I see this or because I know this. Um, one thing she might want to change is this great strategy circle of viewpoints. I will link that in the bio. I mean, in the not bio, I will link that in the um, show notes. Um, and then a third strategy we use at our school a lot is called um, roll on the wall. And roll on the wall is when you take a cut out of a character and on the inside of that character's. Um, outline, you put things that they may be thinking eternally, internally. What are some things that they are thinking internally or feeling? Um, what are some emotions they may have? What are some of their desires? And then on the outside, you would write how they show those things. Maybe they are smiling or maybe they are helping someone else. How are they showing what they're feeling, um, or thinking? And fourth we want to make sure that we are teaching our kids um, some mental and emotional vocabulary, so we want to make sure they're not just saying sad mad or happy, we want to teach them words that go along with thinking or cognition, we want to teach them to use words like I believe or bet dream figure forgot or guess. We wanna think about their motivation or their desires and teach them words like desire, hope, like, love, miss, need, or want. And then of course we wanna teach them about feelings and emotions, um, And but we wanna go, go deeper and teach them words like afraid, or angry, or confused, or frustrated, or bored. Um, all of those types of words will help our children to express their own emotion as well as the emotions end the story. I recently ran across um, some research from um, the lady's name is Or lady or man, I don't know, um, was Maniac M A N Y A K, um, and it was written in 2007 in the Reading Teacher, and she had um, recommended character trait vocabulary by grade level, Um, and so this was a really a really beneficial thing because, and I will link this as well because it starts with using words like brave in kindergarten, and you go up to words like apprehensive in fifth grade. You know, we don't want to still be using brave in fifth grade. How can we? have a progression of vocabulary that we can teach our kids. So that is what I where I am with um, this last bit of our series. I am really excited about what we have done. I think this has been a great series on executive functioning, and um, I'm getting ready to take a little bit of a break because we are ending up school. And I am getting ready to retire from the school system, but don't worry, I have already gotten a new job um, and I'm going to be shifting my focus a little bit more towards the science and literacy component Um, I will continue to speak about the other end of the reading world but I may also be throwing in um, some information about how you can integrate science and literacy as well as science and social or social studies and literacy um, in future blog or not blog posts Podcasts that are coming up. So please stay tuned. Um, I am going to take a little bit of a break. It won't be too long, Um, but stay tuned. Thanks. Have a great summer. And uh, I'll see you in a couple weeks. Bye. Thanks for listening to today's chat. Follow me on TPT or Instagram for more tips and resources at the other end of the reading rope. See you next week. Now go home.